Hello, I'm Laurieann Lumpy with Soul School, and this is Mystics and Heretics. This is my fun video blog in support of all of those in the world who find themselves ostracized or outsiders because they don't fit into, well, we'll just say status quo, definitely don't fit into religious institutions or structures, feel a different calling in this world and for their own life. Mystics and heretics is ultimately for anybody that doesn't fit in because they have a uniquely sensitive state and a unique way of living and being or feeling called to live and be upon this plane. I'm a mystic. I've been called a heretic. I'm a shit disturber and a catalyst and a prophet and an empath and a whole bunch of other things. Topic of today's video is strange symptoms, empathy, and the call of the mystic. This is real. This is so real. I can't tell you how many people I know, including myself, how many people that are aware, awakened, who have unidentifiable, bizarre, physical, emotional, psychological symptoms. These symptoms run the gamut. For myself, these symptoms are migraines, an undiagnosable vertigo, an untreatable vertigo, a vertigo that I recently learned is actually called giddiness. I thought that just meant feeling silly, but apparently it's a stage preceding the actual whirling and twirling of vertigo. Inner ear pressure. And sometimes full body pain. A migraine that seems to start at the top of my head and go all the way down to the bottom of my feet. Along with that is a changing level of energy. Sometimes, like today, I have an abundance of energy. I am excited to move about my day, to take on creative tasks. Other days, I'm so fatigued and so tired, I can hardly get off the couch. These symptoms have expanded to include, or I should say my awareness has expanded, that I understand that these symptoms ar sometimes arise in response to things that are happening in our world. Dramatic weather, catastrophic weather, conflict, war, tragedies that are happening, things that I don't yet know about because they haven't yet happened 
but I can feel them in my body. I remember the overwhelming feeling of dread and terror before coming to know and understand about the Uvalde school shooting. I remember feeling overwhelming grief for no reason, grief that wasn't my own, but grief that I finally understood after a certain named hurricane made landfall. I remember rage and feeling like I'm going to crawl out of my body before a magnitude six earthquake hit someplace in our world. Mystics. One of the qualities of being a mystic is being attuned to not just ourselves, but being attuned to others. And for some, being a mystic includes being attuned to the world. If you ever had that feeling of walking into a room and you can feel the heaviness, maybe you feel rage in that room. Maybe you feel discomfort or anxiety or a feeling like you need to get the hell out of there. That is your internal guidance system. It's the gift of the mystic. It's your own inner compass, your own Geiger counter, your own barometer, your own thermometer that feels within your body the temperature, the emotion, the psychological state of a space. Have you been in the company of someone that you care for and you feel that they are sad? They haven't said anything about it, but you can feel in your body this deep well of sorrow. What about a day when you wake up and you feel like you can't get out of bed? Maybe you feel the weight of the world upon you. And you're aware that this is not your depression. You don't have any reason for feeling depressed or feeling the weight of the world or feeling like, man, it's just not safe to go out there. This might be your inner empath, your mystic, letting you know that the world is in distress and that you, as a mystic, who's called to be a healer, are feeling that pain. I think back to stories of the saints and the mystic from mystics from ancient times and how they too were stricken 
with mysterious and unidentifiable illnesses. Therese of Lisieux was stricken, bedridden, by feelings that she could not explain, that her family could not understand, that a doctor could not diagnose. Hildegard of Bingen was stricken with debilitating migraines, or what could best be understood today as migraines. Excruciating pain that she felt she could not endure pains that arose out of nowhere, but then were alleviated only when she was given permission to use her gifts to exercise her calling. Teresa of Avila was stricken with physical pain and paralysis. What today might have been diagnosed as multiple sclerosis or some other kind of autoimmune disease. And she went in and out of, characteristic of MS, she went in and out of her symptoms. She spent years debilitated by this unidentifiable disease. And what is common among those three women is that they were mystics. They were catalysts. They were shit disturbers. They were prophets. They were given a calling, number one, to experience union with what they called God, to experience the overwhelming, all-consuming love of Source and to be a force for that love in the world, each through their own unique giftedness. The same is true for us today. While we live in a culture that doesn't acknowledge the calling of a mystic or the gift of a mystic. That doesn't mean we aren't. It doesn't mean we aren't given that call. And these mysterious physical, emotional, mental, and psychological symptoms acknowledge the gifts that we've been given. This pain, these struggles, are not given to us to inflict suffering or pain. We are not asked to be some sort of sacrificial martyr. Instead, these physical experiences, number one, invite us deeper within ourselves. They give us permission to unplug from this chaotic world, a world that measures our value by what we do and how much we do. The mystic 
is more inclined to be inward, to be introverted, to revel in solitude and quiet. These physical symptoms force us to embrace our true nature in spite of what the external world says we should be doing. These sim symptoms keep us in tune with ourselves. They also keep us in tune with the world. And the purpose for being in tune with the world, again, is not so that we might sacrifice ourselves for the sake of humankind. Instead, it is so that we might be a source of healing and transformation. A healing and transformation for which we'll probably never see the results. We can never objectively measure the work that we're doing as a mystic and an empath. We can never quantify it or present our results. We may never know the impact or the effect that our work is having in the world. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't tend to it. And the tending to it is simple. If you're experiencing the paralysis of an excruciating full body migraine with accompanying giddiness, then don't do anything. Just rest. Be sleep, care for yourself. Do what you know you need to be nurtured, to feel nurtured and supported. Pay attention to what's going on in the world. And even if there's no immediate news, send your prayers, your intention, your thoughts. Like a Reiki practitioner, allowing the energy of love to move through you and out into a pain-filled world. If you find yourself struck by an overwhelming rage that you know is not your own, it is more likely there's something happening in the world. So sit down, be still, send love to that rage wherever it is in the world. The same is true for grief, fear, anxiety. When we know that these feelings are not our own, like I don't have anything to feel depressed about today I'm not angry about anything. I'm not really anxious about anything substantial or significant. Allow yourself to understand that it might not be you you're feeling, but something going on in the world. And allow yourself to be a vessel for the healing and transformation of whatever that pain might be in the world.
strange physical symptoms, emotions, experiences that don't feel like our own. These are all part of, often are part of, being a mystic. And empathy, the ability to feel what other people are feeling, is a gift that accompanies that calling. It's a gift, not a curse. It's a gift to be embraced. It's a gift that invites us into our true rhythm, the rhythm of our true nature. And it's a gift that allows us to be a force of healing and transformation for our world. So if you're a mystic, please use your gift, accept your calling. And if you need additional support, don't hesitate to reach out. If you liked this video, found it to be helpful and informative, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you would enjoy additional support through programs and services that I offer at Soul School, please check out my website, www.lauriannlumby.com. Thank you.